If you've ever been caught doing the wrong thing, then you know the feeling of dread and panic when you realize I've been caught. I was recorded saying unkind things about a close friend of mine. And on today's show, you'll find out what my friend did with that recording. Um, here we go. I'm just a radio girl. I love things that talk to me. You LOL. I did. I truly laughed out loud. So this may be the dumbest thing in the whole world, but it worked on me. There's a dog chasing a train. He Natalie, how old are you? I will pray with you now. Before you leave, I have to pray with you. I'm here for the people in the hood. You know, Jesus is my very, very best friend. Pray without ceasing, which is not some sort of so heavy I can't do it command. It is this breath of fresh air that I am involved in what God is doing in the earth today. I'm Lisa. I'm great. Everything's fine. Somebody just wrote on my Facebook page, please get your mom on Facebook. We want to be her friend. Do you want to be on Facebook? What is that? Are you on Twitter? I talked to the mailman. <laughs> is that Twitter? Life with Lisa Williams is like a cake. Run around in the sun. Exactly. Put a sprinkler in the yard. This is life. This is this, this, this is, is life. This is life. 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 This is Life with Lisa Williams. Today, you are going to hear one of the most memorable stories of my life, and it's a real privilege to tell it to you. Mark and Jeannie Rowden are very good friends. In early 2012, they started a church in Waynesville, Missouri called Stonebrook, and that's where they serve right now. But in Waynesville, Missouri, in the early 90s, Mark and Jeannie were youth pastors at a church that my husband and I began to attend when my husband was stationed at Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. And we were a young couple, and Mark and Jeannie were a young couple, and so we became friends, and we would hang out together. We'd play cards and eat and talk about God until late in the night. They really helped me hammer out my theology, because I just wanted to talk about God a lot. And they were just really great friends at a really pivotal and influential time in my life. But there was something that I would say behind their backs to my husband, but I wouldn't say it to them because I wasn't brave enough, bold enough, or kind enough to say it to their face. So a little bit of backstory. I remember really clearly the the sermons that were being preached at this particular time. It was a series of sermons about your words and how you should watch your words, not to gossip, not to be hate-filled. And I can remember taking notes and saying, amen, that's right, preach it. <laughs> I specifically remember hearing hearing parts of the sermon about when we talk about other Christians in an unkind, mean, ripping way, that we are like Satan, who accuses the brethren, the Bible says. You know, he's the accuser. And so I really took that to heart. So I thought. But when it was just me and my husband, I felt, you know, I can let loose and just really talk unkindly about people who bother me. And Jeannie, (laughs) Jeannie sometimes bothered me because when we were together as couples, I felt like she was often really negative and it was annoying to me. 
I remember rolling my eyes on the inside and being like, oh, brother, and judging her really harshly because she would nag and be very forthright with her complaining and negative words towards her husband. And instead of bringing it up to her and talking to her about it or praying for her about it or anything noble, I was talking about her one day, one evening. It was a Saturday evening in the early 90s. And my husband and I were trying to figure out what we wanted to do. And he suggested, let's call Mark and Jeannie and see what they're doing. And I said, I don't want to be around Jeannie tonight. She's so negative. She gets on my nerves. Ugh. And he said, well, just call them. Call them and see what they're doing. And so I picked up the phone and I dialed their number. And their answering machine picked up. Um, and I said, oh, it's their answering machine. I'm glad because I really don't want to be around them because she drives me crazy. Beep. Didn't stop talking. She drives me crazy. She just nags, nags, nags. She's always on the mark about something. It just never ends. She drives me crazy. And I realize that I just said all of those unkind, judgmental, Uh, unloving things uh, about my friend Jeannie. And I hung up the phone and I began to panic. (laughs) I remember my husband was laying on the bed and I was pacing around the bed saying things like, we have to break into their house. We, 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 We have to break into their house. We have to break into their house. We can get in that one door and we can take the answer machine tape out. I remember him just looking at me like, wow, Lisa, (laughs) just looking at me like, really? I was like, oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I don't know what to do. Lying, pretending like it was a joke went through my mind, breaking into the house. I mean, leaving town. (laughs) So many things were racing through my brain. And then I knew. I knew what I had to do. And I said, I remember where they are. They said they were going to be painting the youth building Saturday night. They're at the youth building. And um, I'm going to need to tell her. I have to tell her. Wow. Wow. Okay. So we got in the car and we drove to the youth building and they were inside painting. And I just have to say, I just really love them so much. They were fun and funny And they were really committed to ministry, which I just loved. And they were painting and cleaning. And we just hung out for a while. And then I said to Jeannie, hey, can I have some time alone with you? There's something I need to talk to you about. And she was like, sure. And so we got in our car and we drove around to the back of the church. Now, I'm going to stop the story right here for a moment. We'll finish the story in just a second. But I wanted to bring Jeannie in to the story so we could get her perspective. Hello. How are you doing? <laughs> we're still friends. 20 years we later, are still we're still friends. friends. Very good friends. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, um, well, I have a lot to say about Jeannie and her character and my thoughts about her character based on this whole story. But I, I want to hear, yeah, I want, I want you to talk. You, you tell me about you, where you were at that time in your life or how you remember all this. Well, I mean, it, it happened so quickly. I'll just, I'll just be honest with you. It was weird because I see that whole moment in my life as a pivotal 
point that changed everything for me. I remember thinking, wow, you know, that's not what my heart is at all. Like, people are seeing something coming out of me that is not how I feel on the inside at all. And so what I was doing was communicating in a way that I didn't want to communicate. And so I, at that point in time, I had two choices in my mind. I could be I, I mean, I would lie to say that I wasn't hurt by it a little bit, but yeah, I know, to, <laughs> to say, I mean, no, it was just, it was just, here's what, the way I looked at it. And I feel so grateful that I was able to see it this way. I, I saw it as I have two choices. I can be hurt and changed by this, or I can be hurt and bitter by this. Yeah. And I chose, even though I had to work through it with God's help, I chose to be hurt and be changed by it. And I'm so grateful for that. And I'm so grateful that. God used you because I love you so much. There are very few people in my life at that time that I would have listened to. And because it was you, I was able to see, okay, she loves me. I know she does. Yeah. And (laughs) I can choose to make this help me get better in my life. And so that's what I tried to do. And it didn't happen overnight. It was something that I had to work on because I had spent my whole entire life living in a house with parents mainly my mother, whom I love dearly, who was negative, and she would see the negativity in anything. Even if it was the best thing that ever happened, she would point out the worst parts. And so I had to retrain myself, and I still, even today, have to work on it because the tendency from when I was a little girl was still there. And so things that go through my mind, I realize, don't have to come out of my mouth. (laughs) 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 And so even though my heart my heart never meant to hurt or to be right. negative or yeah. anything. It was what was being seen by others. And it was very important to me that I change that. So, yeah, it's just amazing to hear your side of the story. I'm such a big talker and I always tell my side of the story and make you laugh. So we get in the car and we, we drive around to the back of the church and it's really pretty. There's a sunset. And I confess to Jeannie that sometimes, I think I said it like, Sometimes I think you're really negative, and sometimes I, we don't want to be around you because of the way you talk to Mark. And I, I mean, I was braced for, I think in my soul, I was braced for Armageddon at that second, but it was just this broken, humble truth. I was just saying it, and Jean just started crying. You know, she's like, I know people don't like me. I felt like people don't like me because I'm negative or whatever. I remember you weeping. At the end of all of it, Jeannie is, is with tears in her eyes and, and we've been, you know, just talking about her feelings and, and all of this stuff. And then she says with this little Jeannie voice and tears in her eyes, well, why did you decide to tell me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I don't remember any of this. That's what's so funny. It's like a movie in my mind. I see it. You're like, well, why did why did you decide to tell me, Lisa? Why did you Why did you decide to talk to me about this? And I'm like, well, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't because I wanted to. <laughs> because I have this. The Holy Spirit led me, and I have this deep, humble desire to tell people I love, even if it risks our friendship. Because I want to take the high road. Heck no. It's like, well, I and I told her the whole story. Of talking about her on the answering machine. And I just, I can hear it to this day because Jeannie has this laughter, you know, it's so unique. She just started laughing and she just laughed and laughed. <laughs> it was just so unexpected it, it, to me. You know, this is a, 
It's such a picture of Jeannie's character. It's a picture of her character because she could have just hated me. She could have told me off. And she just laughed and laughed and laughed. And then she said, let's go back to the house. We'll make hamburgers. We'll delete the message. And we'll never listen to it. Oh. And that's what we did. I mean, I can't even believe it to this day. It was so, it was so grace-filled. <laughs> it was so grace-filled. We deleted it. We ate hamburgers and we played cards. Well, it's funny because, <laughs> you know, I had forgotten the whole part that you just told because I was so inside trying to figure out how do I fix this? You know, I wanted to fix it so bad. I knew I, I mean, I felt like I was being negative, but I had never really had anybody except for Mark tell me that. And so it's helped so much that you, you did that. Like it, it just happened that way, the way that it did, because I really needed that wake up call. And I think there are times in people's lives when, when we get wake up calls, but we don't always like wake up to it. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah. And I'm just, yeah. I had told myself my whole life that I didn't want to be negative like my mother was. And, and there I was doing it. I was being exactly like I said I didn't want to be. And so I believe that that day changed my, my path forever. You know, I've had plenty of opportunities since that time to tell that story myself. It's almost like God places people in your lives that he knows you can help. And so there have been people that I have been so grateful to talk to about almost the same exact things. Um, for example, many people that come to church, um, some of my friends, I, I have one in particular friend that I have in my mind that she grew up in the same house kind of like I did with a negative mother. And and she struggles with those same things about being negative. And I was able to share that story with her. And it it's amazing how God will use something like that to help others with yeah. that you've experienced. Do you know what I'm saying? That's what he does. He takes what, what happens to us and he allows us then later to be part of the story of how others are helped because we're willing to show our scars and our wounds. Um, but well, yeah, it's, a, the, lot, it's yeah. a lot better to be able to say, you know, I can, I can help you with this because I know exactly what you're talking about. I've, you know, I've, I know it cause I've been there as opposed to, well, you know, I hear what you're saying and I, I understand, but I've never really experienced yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. For so, sure. So will you just say that thing you said again, and that's how I want to end this. You could be hurt and sure. Yeah. Either I way had, you were going to be hurt, right? I felt I had, it was an, I, helped, I felt like it was an incredible opportunity before me and I, I could choose one of two things. I could choose to be hurt and changed or I could be hurt and bitter. And I wanted to be hurt and changed. Golly, that's so good. <laughs> we can't change the hurt part. I mean, you couldn't deny the hurt part. You were hurt. Yeah. But you had a choice what to do with that. That's just good, Jeannie. And That's it was good. up to me. It was just up to me. God said, you, you can choose, and this is what you can choose from. So, yeah, I'm so glad because now we're still friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me from your point of view. I mean, that you don't, you're, I don't, we, we can talk about this later, but I was just wondering, you know, did after that night was over, did you feel like, it was okay. I mean, did I did did I help you feel like it was okay, or did you still wonder if it was okay? So I I have no negative or dark or or difficult thought at all past that point. Mm, I good. I remember you starting to be negative, like we'd all be together, and you would say something to Mark, and then I remember you stopping and laughing because we had this 
awkward intimacy between the two of us, you and me. <laughs> <laughs> and then we would just laugh because you, we were in community is what it was. Uh-huh. You know, we'd had the courage to be honest and we'd had compassion for each other. This is what Brene Brown talks about in her book, The Gifts of Imperfection, that the only mm-hmm. way you can overcome shame is by um, courage, compassion, and community. Mm-hmm. So the courage means um, opening your heart completely, like hiding nothing. So we had mm-hmm. courage in, the, in that car. Mm-hmm. And then you had compassion. We had compassion for each other. We wept. We laughed. We ate hamburgers. And then we were in community, like like we knew what we were struggling with. And so you would laugh and you would try to, you know, instead of being like, Mark, you never take out the trash or whatever you'd say, you'd be like, <laughs> honey, the trash really stinks. And then we would laugh. <laughs> That's what I remember. That's all I remember. And then from that point forward, you know, it's just loving you and Mark and your children and and just always knowing, like, those people that you have in your life that you always know, they are my family. They are Mm -hmm. there for me. Exactly. No matter what, those Mm -hmm. people are there for me. We are And no matter how much time goes in between us seeing each other, we can just pick up right where we left off and it's like we've never been apart. So Yeah, the special relationships. Mm -hmm. You don't get Mm -hmm. many of those, but they're special. Thank you so much, Jeannie, for telling the story with me and for being my friend in spite of me (laughs) and for giving us such a great example of what to do when we get hurt. Hashtag thanks for listening.